That's the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes out. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I'm not getting very far <laughs> naked out in the streets before someone says something to me like, hey, you're naked. Especially since your street is just basically tore up. All yeah. the construction workers be like, hey, <laughs> it's a pants on. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Legend Hamilton continues live from Maple Bluff Country Club. We're here with Madison for Kids, raising money with, for the America League of Wisconsin. He's Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. Hello. I am Jim Rutledge. We're presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue. You know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. And I'm sure our guest here, Chucky Hepburn from the Wisconsin Badgers, crushing the ball out on the golf course today. Right, Chucky? Oh, absolutely not. I did not even <laughs> golf today. <laughs> You just out there hanging out, just yeah, being just, a, a good sport for yeah, the America League of Absolutely, man. I golfed one time and one time only and looked like I was playing baseball, so <laughs> <laughs> that was the last time I was golfing. Are, are there sports, obviously you're excellent at basketball, are there sports other than basketball that you can hang with? Yeah, for sure. You know, I was a really good football player. Uh, my freshman year I quit because I broke my ankle, and uh, I had got my first offer my freshman year for uh, basketball, so I was just decided I wanted to take the basketball route. Nice, nice. Now, I see you are rocking. What, what Jordans are these again today? Jordan 14. Jordan 14. So are you a shoe guy or are you just a Jordan guy? What is, how does it go? I'm a b- pretty big shoe guy. I'm more of a Jordan guy. You know, I don't, I'm not really into dunks because I never, like, like I like okay. the dunks, but I never won my, I wanted to never, I never wanted to pay $400 for a pair of dunks because I just didn't think they were worth it. But, you know, guys get them for retail price. You know, I can never, I can never find them for retail price anywhere. If I could find them for retail price, I would get them, but. You know, yeah. never, never able to find them. That's you and like me both. My one sneaker rule is no, no secondary market. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We all probably use the sneakers app. I have not gotten Dunk Lows yet either. I've been trying to pay retail price for them. I haven't gotten any. <laughs> but uh, looks. And Matt Hamilton though is famous. What dunks were you wearing uh, at this last Olympics here? Because you, oh, you made yeah, some yeah. news with those. Yeah, I was wearing the uh, what the P Rod dunks. Mm. They were uh, the skateboarder Paul Rodriguez, and they took. He had sixteen dunks that they'd done with Nike prior to his 17th shoe, which they're calling what the P-Rods. And what they did is they took one panel, whether it was, like, the tongue or, like, the heel tab or all those things. They just took one piece from all other 16 shoes and threw them together onto one pair. But they're totally mismatched, way out there because of literally all sorts of different colors and materials. But, yeah, it was a a pretty fun shoe to wear at the Olympics. Got a lot of attention. Talking with Chuck Eppern from the Wisconsin Badgers, have you ever watched curling before? Because that is what Matt is famous for. He has a gold medal. Have you ever tried it? Have you ever watched it? I have not. I have not. No, okay. I have not. I've never watched it. So do you have? A, do you know what sport is at all? 
You know, no. All right. So no wait, no wait, wait. So here's what's better. If you were gonna make a guess at what curling is, yeah, go ahead and describe. Matt knows all the curling Based on jokes. My physique. Yeah, you can, like there's all jokes about his whole team. The whole jo- running joke with them was that they look like a bunch of guys who told their wives they're gonna go golfing and ended up at the Olympics. So like, he's not gonna take any offense. Yeah. What do you think curling is? I don't even have a clue <laughs> what to say. Uh, Tell him your position. I'm the second. But also, what do you do? I mean... You're a sweeper? Yeah, okay, I'm a sweeper. Yes. Does that help you at all or make it worse? <laughs> I'm still stuck. <laughs> so, Matt, how would you describe it? Um, it is a mix of uh, chess, as far as like the strategy of it, and kind of like, you know, shuffleboard, like bar game shuffleboard, and darts. So there's like a, a rings in the middle. And then it's like shuffleboard. It's on you ice. Have these like pucks, and then yeah, you're on ice. So the the sweeping. I think I I know what that is. Yeah, they, I actually it looks think like they I got know a little swiffer right Absolutely, yes, of it. yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. I never knew what that was called. Okay, that's I do know what that is. Okay, and that's my jam. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so therefore I have seen that. <laughs> okay. I have watched it before. So yes. All right. Well, we'll have to get you out to try it this winter. Yeah, Let's he's he's in Madison. Uh, Matt, uh, Matt is. He's you know part of the curling clubs here. Loves to get people out and try it. It, lo- it is a, a good time out there, so you can get out. And Matt, look, there's he's the only gold medalist. His team's the only gold medalist for uh, USA. So he's the one to to. Show you how to do it. Uh, Chucky, basketball, what has you excited coming into this next season? Man, uh, everything has me excited. You know, we have the same squad sticking around yeah. for next year, so I know I'm pretty excited about that. We have a really good new recruit coming in. Um, uh, AJ Storr, transfer from St. John's, you know, he's going to be really legit for us. So I think that's what we're happy about. And then we have four new freshmen coming in. You know, I'm really excited about them. So uh, Story is the guy that uh, people obviously are excited about. I'm glad to hear that you're excited about it. How, if at all, like, were you part of like, the pitch with him? Tell him how great Madison is, how great, uh, great Coach Guard and Coach Kravinoff and the whole team is. Or how did you – were you a part of that at all? Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, when he actually came up here, here uh, for to visit, you know, I kind of met him before he left. You know, he wanted to stay in contact with us to kind of just ask questions, you know, get to know Madison, get to know the coaches, you know, what the culture is like a little bit. So, you know, he, he would reach out to me or Kamari McGee and just ask some questions. And when he came on to his official visit, you know, he kind of really, really locked in and really wanted to be a part of this culture. So where, like, in Madison, you don't have to give away all the trade secrets, but, like, where you're like, look, there's basketball and the team's great, but, like, where in Madison you take them, like, this is what makes Madison great. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, the Terrace, you know, yeah. the Terrace. Everybody gets it, uh, gets the love from the Terrace. You know, you just go out there, chill, have fun, have uh, a good time with your friends and teammates, you know. Yeah, it's a good one there. Absolutely. I'm curious how your uh, team goes into uh, a season. We're obviously quite a ways out, but, like, what kind of goals do you have for yourself, like, for the offseason, like, quantifiable goals, something that you can, like, know if you achieved it or not? And then what kind of goals do you set for yourself uh, during the season? Is it, like, stepped goals? Is it, like, uh, Final Four busts? How do you you, uh, mentally get into, like, that – the goal setting for a regular season. Yeah, for sure. You know, it starts in the summer, you know, just working out with your uh, teammates, you know, practicing, you know, just trying to build that culture and that chemistry in the summer so that we're just clicking together when the season comes around. And for me personally, I want to be able to finish around the basketball a lot more than I did this past year. So, you know, that's why I've been working on this offseason with my trainer down in Lawrence, Kansas. So what did you make of Giannis's comments after the Bucks lost in the first round? Obviously disappointing as far as the goals that they had. And I'm sure last year the NIT was great, but maybe not the, the set goals you guys had for yourself. But he said it's not a failure because I'm not done. 
it, what did you think about that as an athlete saying that, like, all right, this season maybe didn't turn out the way I wanted to, but maybe this season's failures or not reaching the expectations we wanted can allow us to reach our end goal because this whole starting lineup is coming back and you are adding players, so this group's story isn't finished being told yet. Absolutely, no. I agree with what Giannis says, but, you know, he's also in the NBA. He, you know, there's more years to play in the NBA. In college, you only have four years. So, you know, I think it's a little different from a college standpoint. But I do agree with what he says, you know, just because one season's a failure doesn't mean the next one won't be. So, you know, I agree with everything he has to say. So another guy that I think people are excited about, Gus Bus. He's got you know fun little nickname. Got a kind of unique game. It's not quite like uh, Joker, but there's some some vibe to it as well. So what do you think he brings? Uh, how much you got a chance to play with him? What are you excited about? Absolutely, no. I've only uh, been able to play with him once. You know, and the kid's actually from uh, Carney, Nebraska. So you know, I have that kind of connection yeah. with him. So. Um, but, you know, just from playing with him last year, you know, you could tell the love he has for the game, the IQ, his IQ is really, really high. So, you know, I'm really excited to play with him and see what he has to bring for us. Uh, talking with Chucky Eppern from the Wisconsin Badger basketball program, we're all excited about the what the program can do going forward. How did the NIT give you momentum going into the offseason? Absolutely. No, we – we were a team that did want to play in the NIT because we did not want to uh, finish the season off the way we did losing to Ohio State. So we kind of just wanted to add some momentum going into next year, which we did, you know. Even though we did lose, lose that lead to North Texas, you know, I think we still found that momentum and uh, that chemistry and were able to build off one another, one another for, uh, for that. How is the, the portal and NIL, I think they're tied together, and I'm sure that – I mean, you're a great player. I'm sure schools are trying to get a hold of you, and then you have the NIL stuff here that keeps you here. And so there's so much going on, and it's added so much because you said you're earlier Giannis, professional. And obviously you're not a professional, but you are now a business person and an athlete. How do you manage all that? Absolutely. You know, for a guy like me, I'm more of a family guy. You know, I want I love how people are treating one another, and that's what Madison is all about. You know, the coaching staff, since the first day I've been up here, you know, they just show me nothing but love, and that's what I always love about Wisconsin and the culture here and that's fantastic i'm guessing that's and i don't want to get into the newer player because i don't know if you can speak on it but he said the same thing as far as the recruiting process that from the beginning he would have followed great guard to play football at any school let alone play uh basketball at wisconsin so that this staff how was that bond strengthened maybe through everything that you guys went through last year absolutely no it was just the little things you know we'd be in the locker room and some some of the coaches would just come in and just chat with us you know just about different things other than just basketball so you know that's how you know it's just bigger than basketball when the coaches are just chatting about life and you know all right, so I'm gonna let you off the hook with the basketball stuff. We'll throw out some fun rapid fire oh, yeah. stuff to you, and then I got one here. I all was right, go ahead. For the fun rapid <laughs> yeah, fire yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like let's get off the chalk talk. Yeah, let's yeah. get down to brass tacks. Chucky, yeah. what's your favorite place to go get some food in Madison? Favorite place, or you know, like maybe what's your favorite food, and then where you would go? You know, I've actually fell in love with uh, Samba. You know oh, that uh, yeah. place down there. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know I've, I've been there twice, so I think um, green light up all the absolutely. time. Absolutely, <laughs> green light up all the time. You know, you know, steak and uh, chicken has got to be my def- definitely my favorite food. You know, I'm a big Chipotle guy as well, so okay. I could. I actually just had Chipotle for lunch today, so I can't eat Chipotle yeah. every day. No, never gets tired of that. I feel like you and every college athlete. Chipotle <laughs> <laughs> is exactly what they love all the time. Uh, what are your? I guess what are your favorite shoes you own now? Maybe a dream pair you're looking for. Yeah, for sure. The, my favorite. Every pair I own now are the uh, French Prince of Bel Air fives. You know the Ooh, OG yeah. pairs. You know, yeah. definitely yeah. had to do some digging for those, yeah. but I finally got them and haven't even worn them yet. Don't plan on wearing them ever, ever <laughs> yeah. either. So yeah. sometimes yeah. grails just go on the wall. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and is there a pair that you're like, I gotta get these? Uh, 
Yeah, there definitely are some pairs. Um, can't even think of. There's so many shoes yeah, that, like, I actually just went down to KC last week and uh, went to a shoe store, and there was just, like, all these shoes. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to buy them all. Yeah. But I couldn't. I only had to leave with a pair of shoes. So, um, you know, definitely the flu game 12s. You know, I definitely have one of those for I – ne- I could never afford them as a kid, so yeah. could never. You know, there's a bunch of pairs I couldn't yeah. afford as a yeah. kid. So, um, you know, now that I'm in this position, position that I am, you know, I'm able to get these shoes. I would have to say those. But also, I have a pair of Pantone 11s, the Car- Baby Blue Carolina. Yeah. Oh, nice. I have those, but they're dirty. So I really, oh. really want a clean pair of those. <laughs> yeah, I got some Carolina Blue. What are the fives I got? Was that what I got there? Yeah, you got yeah. fives. Yeah, I got some fives, oh, Carolina yeah. Blue. And look, I get it, man. I I got multiple Jordan 11s, highs and lows, because I, as a kid, was watching it happen, and I couldn't afford them either. Now I got them as Absolutely. well. So it's good marketing by them. Matt, what else you got here? Well, I'm, I'm curious. You, you say... Uh, your go-to spot for the recruit was take him to the union. What's going on? What are you doing on uh, relaxing days, days off down here in Madison? Yeah, for sure. You know, just kicking back with my teammates. You know, uh, we will go to the terrace. You know, sometimes or you know, we'll go go on the front lawn of the call center. You know, play like um, Wolf. I think. I don't even know what it's called. Where spike you, ball? Yeah, spike ball, spike yeah. ball. Yeah, we would play that, you know. So it's just just really bonding with our teammates, you know. That's what it's all about, building that chemistry. Who's the funniest teammate? Funniest teammate. Uh, God, you know, they're all pretty funny. That's what I love all, <laughs> all about them all, you know. They're all pretty funny. Max is pretty funny. Uh, Carter Gilmore is really funny. You know, Kamari McGee is really funny. So, you know, that's what I love. You know, Steve, even Big Steve is pretty funny, okay. too. So that's what I love about everybody. Who's got the best taste of music on the team? Kamari McGee. All right. And the worst taste? <laughs> you know, I hate country music, so Justin Tapporn. <laughs> uh, you and me both. I get that. So what is your, like, what's, uh, like, what's your top three rotation right now? Um, you know, the past couple of months I've been really big on R&B, so, like, Boys to Men, okay. you know, the Isley Brothers, okay. and, uh, you know, Maxwell or somebody. I don't know. Just okay, like, yeah, you got an eclectic mix there absolutely, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely, Summer vibes. Yeah, summer yeah. vibes for I got, sure. Yeah, I, I got you there. All right, well, you've given us plenty of time. We really appreciate it. We're really looking forward to watching this season and watching you guys all blend together and kind of build off uh, all the wins this, this group has had together. Now you're adding some more players in there. It should be a lot of fun. Absolutely. Yes, uh, Chucky Epburn, Matt yeah. Hamilton, Jim Rutledge. Just Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Rutledge and Hamilton continues live from Maple Bluff Country Club. We're presented by Coors Light. I'm Jim Rutledge alongside Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. Hello. With the Mountain Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush, a Coors Light. We are here because we are supporting Madison for Kids and their support of Miracle League of Wisconsin. We talked with Chucky Epper a minute ago. Now we're talking with Chucky's longtime teammate, Tyler Wall, taking time to join us. Tyler, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. So I'll ask you this. Did you golf today or did you just hang out like Chucky? <laughs> yeah, I, I made it out golfing. It was me, Carter Gilmore, and Max Klesman all found our way out on the links. And you guys who- do. Um, well, Max Max is a great golfer, so he, he won, I'm pretty sure. His group won. Um, I asked Gilly. He didn't really want to talk about it a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think me, I'm somewhere in between that. So I did, I don't know, I did talk with Jeff Beckham from uh, JNK Security. They golf with Max, and he told me 
that uh, they were they were crushing out there. Jeffrey told us that as well. So we can confirm that story. That's not just a teammate uh, being uh, helpful today. So I did ask Chucky, you are rocking some uh, are these dunks right now that you're yeah, wearing? I got some oh, yeah. dunks on, some suede dunks. Okay, and Matt Hamilton, show off uh, your dunks here as well. I got the LeBron James Fruity Pebble dunks. So Matt Hamilton is a curler. We asked Chucky this question as well, so we'll just ask it of you. Do you know what <laughs> curling is? You're from Minnesota, so you might know. Right, the, on the ice. And the, mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we, we, we got a curling club in Lakeville, but I've never been. Okay, well, Matt can definitely yeah. take you out. I'm already taking Chucky, so you're in. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Yeah, we'll take the, we'll take the team out. It'll so a bonding experience. Matt can, just, Matt can kind of give you some, some tips here, but uh, obviously famous for the mustache. And why don't you go ahead and describe your dunks to our friend Tyler here as well, as you can show off your – he's a big shoe guy, so yeah. I like to make him feel comfortable. He's a big dunk guy, and, and Chucky kind of just dunked on him because he said, I don't like dunks. <laughs> Which is so, crazy because this whole show, it's been Jim and our producer dunking on me for being a, a bad – teammate and uh and co co-worker basically yeah so i, I want to ask him they're like let's bring some basketball we're gonna ask him like, how great so guard would react to how you did today everybody. but go ahead uh yeah i had some fun uh sneakers called the, the what the p-rod dunks by paul rodriguez and they had taken like parts of all of his sneakers he had created before and then jammed them all into like one pair of shoes so they're super mismatched and Got a lot of hype behind him. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, heat at the Olympics. Talk- people, a lot of people saying like those are really cool shoes. It's it's crazy that he's curling in them. Then he had a lot of people like I can't believe he's creasing those. Those should be on like his wall in his closet. Not like he shouldn't be wearing them. So there's uh, some pretty fun different back and forth on what I should have been doing with those shoes and what sh- I shouldn't have been doing. So Tyler, I'll, I'll ask you this because Matt, uh, an athlete here, and he's one of our our hosts as well. Rare because he is also competing as a host. Here, but he uh, showed up at the office today to do our radio show. But everyone else in the office knew that the radio show was here, and instead of taking personal accountability for it, he has thrown everyone else under the bus. So I'll ask you on your team if you showed up to the wrong place. How would Coach Guard and the rest of your teammates respond to that, especially if you then <laughs> threw them all under the bus for not basically holding your hand and carrying you to the I, event? I, I think I would go for the first time if you showed up to the wrong place. We're just letting you go, and you didn't you didn't show up to practice today. You get a little yelling at, but in the, in the long run, it'll all be good, and you just you just missed out for the day. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right. So out. yeah, he's just being nice. Here. He just missed out for the day. So here's the thing: I basically haven't responded to an, my work, a work email in like six months. So this is somehow his and, defense. No, no, no. And this this is yeah. And again, we're I'm doing it tongue in cheek. This is my defense: is that. If you've been ghosted for six months, what are you still sending that person emails for? They haven't sent one back. Do you really believe that they're seeing these? So when they're like, we sent you an email, I'm like, to the email that I've told you multiple times, I don't check anymore, and I'm just not doing it. I just expected him to tell me verbally now. <laughs> don't just tell me when we're doing an event. Don't actually email me. The email doesn't get checked because he's worried about the shoes. That he's exactly. Exactly. Thank exactly. You. Uh, Jim Rutledge, Matt Hamilton talking to Tyler Wall. Tell us about your decision to come back. You had a lot of options. I mean, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different things that were playing through it. Um, based on how the year went, I was just going to take it, take a couple weeks off um, after the season ended. Um, and then make a decision, and so no darkness retreat. <laughs> <laughs> was thinking about it, but no, d- didn't didn't have the opportunity to go uh, go. It's go from Minnesota, you take those anyways, retreat. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a whole lot of things. Did I want to transfer? Did I want to come back? Did I want to go professional? Um, and so basically, what it came down to is, um, I feel like we have a good group of guys coming back. We basically have everyone coming back. Um, we were kind of a young team last year. 
um, and we got a lot of experience. But uh, just the group of guys and the coaches that we have, um, the relationship that I have with them, um, and I think we have a lot of a lot of things that we can get done with this with this group. How much consideration was given? Those are all three big things. I mean, so how much did it weigh on you? Was it like was it a hundred percent easy decision, or was it like you know this could be you don't have to go to the trans to the transfer to the uh, to coming back, but transfer pro or come back? I mean, was it? kind of 50-50 of being Madison or not, or did it just quickly move to, I need to get to stay Madison? I mean, Madison? How, how it was is my mind was always going back and forth throughout the season, and so I didn't really pay that much much attention because you win a couple games, you're going to come back. Yeah, you lose yeah. a couple games, you don't want to be there. Um, and so I think it really took me taking a deep breath and taking all the stress of the basketball season and taking that off my shoulders um, and just really having a healthy conversation with my family, my friends, um, and then just having good conversations with myself. And could weighing it, all, all the options. Could it give you kind of a, a mental advantage over last season, at least coming back this year, being like, look, this is it. This is it. I'm, I'm in it. I got nothing else to think about except going out here and just kicking ass in the basketball court. I mean, yeah, now it's just carefree. Now we got all the good guys that I want in the locker room um, and just go out there and win some games. There's some exciting players. Chuck was talking about it coming in as well. Uh, Gus Bus is one. He's got a fun nickname and uh, an interesting style of play. Story is another one. So are you excited to to, to uh, kind of work their skill sets into the team and, and see how it all gels together and kind of lift you guys up? Yeah, I'm really excited. I mean, I haven't seen any any of them play in real life other than um, Nolan Winter, who's actually from my high school. Okay. So this will be the first time I get to play with him. Um, so I think that will be cool. But, yeah, I mean, I've heard great things about all those guys. Um, both on and off the court, so I'm really excited to get them on campus, get to build a relationship with them, um, and work towards something. So, what, well, go ahead. I was just curious, what about this upcoming season has you, like, the most excited? You said you had a lot of people coming back and, you know, uh, kind of elaborate. Like, what about having your teammates coming back is getting you excited? Right. Um, I feel like last year we didn't we didn't meet up to the expectations that we wanted as a whole, as a group. Um, and I think just having an off season where – you go and you kind of grind with that kind of in the back of your mind, like, I don't want to go through this again. Yeah. Um, that's something that you can't really replicate, and I think that's that's the top thing on my list. Right on. So Giannis made some uh, news after the Bucks were bounced way too early in the, in the playoffs <laughs> there. And he was asked a fair question, and he gave a fair answer. Basically, do you view this season as a failure? Uh, and he basically framed it as that, like, it's never a failure until I'm done. That if this season leads, you know, this disappointment leads us to a title in the future – then I can't call this a failure because it was a step along the way. Now, it's obviously all to be determined, but what did you think about that? And have you tried to maybe apply some of that, that last season didn't go the way you wanted it to, but you can use that as a stepping stone to make this season the way you want it to go? I mean, yeah. I mean, I've listened to that, that interview that he had, and he gives a great answer, and it's a great perspective. Um, and I feel like that's how it all has to be, where if you lose a few games, you can dwell on it. Um, you can let it eat you up at night. But it's all about perspective. If you're going to take it as a learning experience and look at all those individual games where, oh, maybe one basket didn't go in, but this, this, and this was good, you can kind of take those um, and build from there. Uh, with uh, you kind of talked a lot of thinking. You've talked about it a ton here. So how much is basketball? There's that physical s- skill set to it. But um, we're all here golfing, and you know that's the thinking man's game as well, and you get in your own head. How hard is it, and how much do you focus or the team focus on making sure that you're in the right mindset? There's a lot of talk about mental health uh, in the NBA and college and all that, and you've you obviously guys played through the pandemic. There's so much going on in your college career here. How much have you been able to kind of make sure that your mindset is and how much effort do you have to put in there to be in the right spot for these games? I mean, yeah, as I've gotten older, I've definitely seen um, the mental side of the game where you have to kind of pick it up, where you in practice you got to be locked in, paying attention to what coach is saying. Um, and also on the outside, like pre- mentally preparing. And I feel like when you 
when you're exercising your mental on the outside, outside the game, it just comes naturally. And when the game comes, you don't want to be thinking and you just want to be acting. So um, as I've gotten older, I feel like growing um, on that mental side of the game has really helped me out. um, And hopefully it continues to grow. My question is, um, as someone who plays a sport that you can never be like perfect, just like basketball, right? What uh, and when I go out and play, I find things that I might not be doing at the level I want or would expect to be at. Like, what things would you say uh, you want to improve at this off season that like stuck out for you last year? Um, yeah, I mean, I I would say be consistent because there's some games where, especially this last season where I was playing through an injury, um, and if we had like a couple close games back to back, um, like that obviously affected me a little bit. So being able to take that. Um, and kind of just push it aside and battle through it is something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking, talking with Tyler Wall, the Wisconsin Badger basketball program here. So we'll have some fun with you now as we'll do some kind of rapid-fire sort of stuff here. Matt, this is your favorite part, so yes. what do you want to fire off? I want to know what your favorite food spot is in Madison. My favorite food spot in Madison, it's one not many people know. We get some of the basketball guys um, come along. But it's not a place anyone really knows. It's called Natty's Fast Food. Okay. And they got fried chicken. They got a little bit of everything. They got fried chicken, fried catfish. They got burgers, tacos. It's a good little spot. All right. All right, Matt fancies himself as a, yeah, as a, as a foodie. <laughs> so is that when, when players come to town and you're trying, obviously I'm sure you're part of the recruiting process there, where do you take them? Um, shoot, that's a great question. For food, it's been a while because I usually hand them down to the younger guys okay. to, to, to get to know them because yeah. they're going to be teammates when they come in. So I haven't, I haven't been around too long, but we'll take them, like, as a group dinner. We'll go to, like, Tornado Room where Johnny Delmonico's, take them to a nice spot. Nice. And yes. then uh, after that, wherever they really want to go on State Street if they get hungry. Nice, nice. This guy used to do a little I, cooking at uh, Tornado. Yeah. About okay. four years at Tornado. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the spot. It is definitely the spot to go in Madison, in my opinion. Uh, with uh, who's the the funniest guy on the team? Funny, there's a lot of funny guys, and they're all funny in their own ways. I would say Max is up there. Um, Kamari's definitely up there. Connor, Ross, like we got some funny guys, but they're all different in their own in their own little way. Who's right. got the best taste in music? Ooh, best taste in music. I'm, I'll get. I'll give it to Chucky. He's he's got he's got all some right. good tunes. All right. And worst taste? Worst taste in music? Carter Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> and what does he it's, listen to? It's, it's not even like the taste. He just doesn't know the names of the songs. He'll know a couple of the words and he'll hum a little bit, but he's not a big music guy, so that's why he's at the bottom of the list. <laughs> so I'll ask this one here because Mr. Matt Hamilton fancies himself a music guy, but does not like live music. Would much rather just play it on a record at home. Do you prefer live music or do you prefer listening to it in, uh, you know, on your phone or whatever? I like the phone. You get you get to choose. Okay. You, yeah, you get, see? You get everything. I've only been to a handful of concerts in my life. Yeah, you go to a concert, you're just going to hear that band the whole time. If I want to mix it up, I can just go ahead and make a mix of <laughs> the Beatles, the Stones. You're never going to a Beatles and a Stones. You could go see a cover and band. A Zeppelin you could go see a cover band. But why? They would, but they could play it all. And honestly, I, I, I don't hate cover bands. <laughs> of course you, you know don't. why? They try and play it exactly how it came out on the record. That's the whole point. Is the song does not sound the same, uh, Jim. <laughs> goodness. So, 
with the you know Chuck, you talked about the coaching staff and how important it was, like why he wanted to come back. This family atmosphere and one of the recruits uh, coming in, and I, I don't know your ability to talk about him. So I'll just kind of say, in general, he said I would follow Coach Guard to play anywhere, and he started recruiting me immediately. And that family atmosphere that the team has created, but also the coaching staff has created, has meant so much to so many players. Just talk about what. Coach Guard and Krabnoff and the whole team kind of creates because you guys have been through a lot together. Right. Um, I feel like what's really special about this place um, and this coaching staff is that they recruit you as much as you recruit them. And so you, you're getting along, you're getting to know each other, but the ultimate bottom line thing is that you want to be a Badger. And so you're talking to them. It's kind of a like exclusive. Not many, not many people get recruited by the Badgers, and if especially you get that offer, like that's a big deal. And so when you get that, um, it's kind of like not necessarily a known thing, but it's definitely a respect that you have for just the city and the program that we have um, and the coaching staff along with it. So last one, this one's kind of goofy, but we don't get a chance to see you guys dunk a lot in basketball games. So who is the best dunker on the Badger basketball team? <laughs> That's a great best question. dunker? <laughs> Say me. Yeah, Say you are. I mean, I think, I think it has to be me. <laughs> Uh, a healthy me, a healthy me, it's got to be me. All right, so you got to give us, like, this year at some point, just one thunderous, like, two-handed yeah. big man dunk there. And then Matt will show you how to uh, throw a stone and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and sweep it up. And... I'll show you how to do a curling. What's, what's, equivalent wait, dunking. what's the equivalent of, of dunking and curling? Probably like a takeout of some sort. Well, give us a little explanation. So so if the other team's, it's like a bullseye, right? So yeah. if the other team has a rock in the rings, you can just throw yours hard enough to da- knock theirs out. That's probably like a dunk. Yeah? Yeah. Do you yell in your face afterwards then? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's the in your face, the trash talk and curling is very different from basketball. <laughs> I, I, we, like, kill them with kindness, you know? If somebody has, like, a half shot, say somebody at the free throw line goes one for two. And you're like, good free throws. It's like people who are listening on the <laughs> so side are going to be like, yeah. try to... that guy's really nice, but in all actuality, you're being a jerk. Yeah. Like, that's kind of how That's-. we roll. Okay. There okay. you go. Uh, yeah, I got some tips from him. Tyler, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Appreciate, Appreciate it, guys. You. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. Matt, what are they doing out here at Maple Bluff? There are the second this tournament wrapped up, Madison for Kids, uh, raising money for uh, Children's League of Wisconsin, America League of Wisconsin, excuse me. And uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Coors Light. We're live at Maple Bluff Country Club. They are digging into the turf here immediately. Yeah. To me, it looks like, and again, I am no golf course expert, but it looks like they had marked off with white paint the line that the uh, the sprinkler pipe goes through to the other holes on the course down here on number one. You can see that line there. So it looks like they're probably doing some, like, sprinkler They're line taking in or they're burying someone. Maybe someone played so bad you're done. I mean, well, you guys buried me the first half of the show, so. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. I think they call it, like, Digger's Hotline. Because whenever I call them, I have to call them again. They'll be like, so is this like the northeast orientation, the south orientation? Dude, I don't know. Just can you paint some lines in my backyard where the yeah. where I'm not supposed to dig? I don't know the answer to any of these questions. Have you ever tried to call that? I have not. I feel like I have to know 
how to like build whatever I'm trying to build to be able to answer their questions. And I'm like, dude, can you just give me someone on the phone? I just want you to mark in the backyard where I will blow up if I dig too deep. That's it. <laughs> I don't know what orientation. I don't know whatever. Here's my address. There's my backyard. Come in the backyard. What's that? You tried sending him an email? <laughs> He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rollins. Let's throw some stones. The guys think they have the answers to everything. I don't think I can win this I'm show the People <laughs> like me. So it's time to put them to the test. That's some booty, Jim. You know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. No, 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 this no, is Throwing yes. Stones, presented by Metro no, Kia of Madison, no, no, Madison's no, trusted Kia yes. dealership. Well, Matt, I have good news for you as today is National Start Over Day. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) So, Matt, I ask you, what would you like to start over? Today, I would like like to go back to the the morning and maybe send a text to the team a little sooner, maybe around 9 o'clock, asking, hey, what's going on today? What are we talking about? What are we doing? And I'm sure I would have gotten a... You remember that we're going at Maple Bluff, and then I would have pulled the Jim Rutledge and been like, oh, yeah, totally. Totally remember that, and I will see you guys there. <laughs> yeah, Matt, you could have just taken it in stride. Yeah, I just had to drop this shirt off. I wanted to wear I a different one. <laughs> I, had to, I, had, I, was grabbing those, I was grabbing the North and South gift cards. Right. That was my excuse there you for go. being yeah, in the yeah. studio. I just doubled down because yeah. I felt like an idiot. <laughs> Well, right, because you could have just, yeah, either skipped it or just owned it. If you would have said, I'm an idiot, I screwed up, the whole show is different today. Oh, I know, but it's more fun to be combative. Very true. Jimmy, Jimmy, what would you like to start over? I'd like to start over the round that I played with Matt Hamilton uh, and Greg Scalzo and our friend Steve from UW Credit Union (laughs) at North Shore Country Club. Because I would argue you never started that round. But no, see, I started well, but this was a really tough course that, for me, but, like, every time I'd even hit a good shot, I would end up in the sand. Oh I feel gosh, like out of 18 were... holes, I was in the sand 14 or 15. Oh, holes. my gosh. You, I... Even on a, like, nice drive, it would just bounce into the sand. He it was, was sand everywhere. Rather than his clubs in his bag, he was better off bringing a shovel and a pail. He was in, he was in the bunker every shot, it seemed like. It was amazing. I was like, are you aiming at the bunkers? Yikes. <laughs> Looking like me out there, Jimmy. Well, I mean, he, no, I he only had one uh, one yeah. shot <laughs> one stroke, yeah. missed the yeah. ball completely. Yeah. And he was on a really weird lie. Like, yeah. He had more of an excuse than you did there, yeah. this trophy. Nah, mine was on a hill. <laughs> yep, that's right. On the top of the hill. My, nice and my clean. foot was going in the uh, the sinkhole. It was, it was no good. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, that sinkhole. I forgot about that. The college football Hall of Fame has announced finalists for their ballot for the 2024 calendar year. Finalists include Michael Vick of Virginia Tech, Larry yeah. Fitzgerald, which I honestly don't even know where he played college, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs, who played at Arizona State, and a guy we know a little bit by the name of Monte Ball, who played at the University of Wisconsin. Jimmy, looking strictly at their college football careers of Suggs, Fitzgerald, Vic, and Ball, who had the most electric college football uh, career? Well, Vic. I mean, he played national championship game. I mean, he changed the complexion, draw a, a huge crowd there. I mean, he was electricity the second he took the ball. And in college, and he was able to do it in the pros too, which was special, but in college, to be able to be that explosive with the football in your hands or with your legs, it doesn't have the same consequences it has in the NFL. He literally was just dominating games as a one-man wrecking crew. It was amazing to watch. All those guys are outstanding. We all love Monte, but Michael Vick. 
Yeah, uh, Jeff, I agree with you. Michael Vick's the one that sticks out in my head. Um, he, the things he he changed quarterback at the NFL level and also at the college level. He was one. Of, he was like one of the first running back quarterbacks. You know what I mean? So he he changed the game. That being said, Monte Ball, pretty incredible run. I think he had the. Didn't, was it him that had like the record for most yards in a FBS game? That was Melvin, but he had, a, touch, he had a touchdown record. The touchdown record. Okay, I knew they had uh, Monte had one of the two. So like, it pretty, it's it's impressive. Monte, I think, is has no career that you're going to sneeze at, but I think Michael Vick might have him edged out. Well, when you use the word electric, like kind yeah. of. Yeah, This ballot is absolutely unbelievable. Other names include Tim Couch, who played quarterback at Kentucky. Alex Smith, a number one overall pick, who played quarterback at Utah. Uh, Takeo Spikes, Julius Peppers, Eric Weddle, all on this ballot as well. This ballot is absolutely stacked. Pretty wild. Yeah, sound stacked. Indeed. Peppers, too. How about this, fellas? Game two of the NBA Finals last night. Matt, who won? Heat. That's right. The series is knotted up at one game each. You both picked Nuggets in five. Are we still feeling that? Matt, we'll start with you. That is hilarious you said that because when I walked in and asked Jim about it because I did think that the game was played, game two is tonight, uh, and found out that it was played yesterday and the Heat had won, I am definitely rethinking my gentleman's sweep. I'm thinking... I did not expect the Heat to be able to steal one in Denver. I think the Heat are definitely going to be able to get one of their two at home in Miami. So I'm kind of seeing a six-game series now. Change my tune, Jim. Six games. Yeah, well, you're you're wishy-washy. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> look, the Heat were going to get one. Duncan Robinson had a personal 8-0 run. He is not a good basketball player. He just got hot for a second. He got hot one part, one game last series. The Heat were, were shown to be... A lesser team, they just didn't get it. They obviously, Boston gave too much of a leeway there. I think this will be done in five. I think Denver got their wake-up call. They had won a few in a row. I think they kind of found a groove they thought they could just kind of maintain. The Heat, I think, shot, what, 67% in the fourth quarter. That ain't happening. It's like an NBA record for a fourth-quarter playoff game. I I thought it would be five for a minute. I thought maybe it could be four because Denver won that first one. But human nature, you just dip for a second. It'll be five. Interesting. Last one for you, fellas. Today, also National Moonshine Day. What's the last time you had moonshine, Matt? Honestly, the last time I had moonshine was when we were out at uh, uh, Dancing Goat Distilleries in Cambridge. Oh, yeah, yeah. We went back with the uh, the head distiller there, and I got to try a little bit of moonshine straight out of the still. Jim even got to watch me do it. It Yes, uh, yes. It's actually delicious. I did not expect it to taste like that. Um. I had it was a place in Grafton uh, this weekend. They so I mean it was like made it's like a moon you know their own moonshine. So it wasn't really moonshine, but I did actually. I'll tell I'll say this was a long time ago, down in Florida. Uh, I had a friend, friend of a friend, but the the people I knew knew this guy from the East Coast. They came down through the Appalachian Mountains and brought moonshine that he picked up in the Appalachian Mountains down to Florida, and we all tried it. I might as well have just chugged the gasoline that goes into my uh, lawnmower. But uh, my whole body, I thought my organs were going to melt. But <laughs> uh, I would say that is the first and only time I've had true moonshine because God knows what backwoods person made that in Appalachian, <laughs> in the Appalachian Mountains. It's a terrific story. And, and yeah, moonshine will have that effect on you, buddy. Uh, that's how that goes typically. Yeah. All right, Matt, it was a rough day for you to begin with. And it still is. No. You go oh. W today. 
There you go. I needed that before. I needed it bad, yeah. yeah dude. He I, was selling it hard. I almost walked off the show after the second segment. I was like, I'm going back to the studio. Would you? Where would you have walked to? Would you have gone to the right place? Did Jen need to give you your home address to get home? Or how does that work? Well, she did ask me to come home tonight, so uh, since she had verbally asked me, I will be able to. Well, you know what? Uh, I'm sure that whenever you do need uh, – well, I know she's verbally told you that the folks at Olsen Tune are fantastic. That's right. The people at Olsen Tune are great. Aaron Olsen came out to my place, helped me figure out what I needed to do to get my landscaping back on track. It got a little out of hand. I had buckthorn growing. I had weeds. Didn't know where to start. What growing? It's called buckthorn. It's an invasive tree. Grows very fast, and man, the roots are serious, but not too serious for Olsen Tune. They got that all handled. I've got my landscaping is looking good again. We're talking about aerating this fall. Any sort of outdoor living situation that you want to improve, Olsen Tune can do it for you. For over, since 1997, they have been doing residential and commercial outdoor living spaces. Go online to OlsenTune.com. Check out what they can do for you and get yourself back on track, whether it's just maintaining and getting that maintenance a little more uh, approachable for you or you've got a whole outdoor patio project that you want to get done. Olsen Tune has your back. Go check them out. That's OlsenTune.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Top Exteriors, they, they provide the best quality roofs, windows, siding, and doors, expertly installed and at an affordable price. They're the trusted and recommended experts that consider customer service their number one priority and strive to exceed the expectations of the homeowners they serve. I was out there talking with Bo. He was showing me all the different options you have for doors, windows, different types of siding, different shingles. All of these things are customizable, and the best part is they also have customizable financing options. From zero interest to low interest financing options, Ridgetop Exteriors can help you getting your house back to the state that you would like to see it in. You can go online right now to RidgetopExteriors.com and get a free estimate for your next home project. That's RidgetopExteriors.com. What if I told you that the self-proclaimed king of the NBA might be willing to be the third best player on his own team? What team do you think he's playing for, Matt Hamilton? I think he is playing for Golden State. He's Matt Hamilton. I'm Jim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Strofe, do you know the answer to this one? No. Can you, can you ask that again? If I told you that LeBron James, in his effort to win a title, was willing to be the third best player on his team, what team would he be going to? Oh. The Phoenix Suns? So, Shams from The Athletic... On the Pat McAfee show, and he tweeted this out as well, sources Kyrie Irving has reached out to the Lakers star LeBron James in an attempt to see if James would join Dallas. Whoa. But but LeBron's not worse than Kyrie. Yeah, you look it up. Uh, Kyrie's a better basketball player at this point in his career than LeBron is, yes. And That's definitely still, worse than He doesn't Luka. play. Neither does LeBron if you look it up. LeBron, LeBron plays missed a hell a lot. of a lot more than Kyrie does, Jim. Uh, no, I mean, no, like legitimately, Kyrie's a better player. That's not the point of it. Because uh, LeBron take. would be the third best player on that team. If they went to win a title, LeBron would be the also ran. He would be the Chris Bosch of that team. Bad take. But also, <laughs> what a bad. I actually hope it happens because you want to talk about a guy 
showing his whole ass, if LeBron James bails on the Lakers to go to Dallas, I would eat it up because it shows exactly who he is. He has no loyalty to anyone but himself. And a team of Kyrie and LeBron, I feel bad for Luka. Because those two me, 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 me guys. Here's my. Because you know what, though? The one thing I'll say this, though. Kyrie Irving is the only reason LeBron James has got one of his titles. Because when the shot needed to be made, who took it and who drained it? Kyrie. Okay, aside from the the obvious in that take, I don't necessarily disagree with it entirely. The part that I'm disagreeing with is your call on that the whole loyalty thing. We we are we are clearly to a point where athletes and teams don't have loyalty. No, anymore. no, LeBron doesn't have there loyalty to no anyone else. But you know who you have loyalty to because I've seen you wear it all the time. Is our friends at Iron Jock. That's right, because I like to be feeling fresh and smelling fresh for as long as my garment lasts. That's right, Iron Jock, the Wisconsin-based company. Garment, garment. Go, I like it. It was it's, just fancy. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a very nice garment, and it keeps that uh, the odor off you because it's got silver ion technology. The silver acts as a antimicrobial, keeps all of that stuff off you. Make sure you're feeling fresh. Go to ironjock.com to get your Iron Jock gear today. Iron Jock, it's what's inside that matters. Ain't nobody so fresh, so clean as Matt Hamilton. This has been Rutledge and Hamilton. <laughs> Thanks for having us out here at Maple Bluff uh, for Madison for Kids and the American League of Wisconsin. Hey, before we go, Jimmy, still not my fault. Send me a text.